Hi guys, it's Faith from RadicalTransformationProject.com. Thank you so much for listening and being here today. I'm kind of on a little bit of a podcast high right now, you guys. I literally just finished editing and posting episode one of this podcast and it felt freaking good. I was, I'm just so excited about it. So I'm so pumped about it that I decided to sit down right now and record episode two. I'm just so excited to have this new platform to talk with you guys and share information. And I'm just really excited about it. So I wanted to go ahead and record episode two. And for episode two, I wanted to talk with you guys a little bit about asking for help. I know a huge part of my mental health journey was my fear of asking for help. I spent years and years of my life needlessly suffering because I didn't want to ask for help. I felt like asking for help would make me a loser. I felt like I should be able to handle this on my own. I felt like it meant that I was a failure and I didn't want to admit to anyone just how depressed I was. And I spent, I wasted years of my life and I really don't want that for you guys. And that's why I am so passionate about mental health. That's why I share so much information online to try to help other people because it makes me really sad when I think about all those years I spent. I'm like, man, if I would have gotten a therapist and got on medication and started my mental health journey sooner, you know, I probably would have traveled more. I probably would have went to more school. I would have dated more people. And instead I just spent years just being really stagnant and suffering. And I'm obviously glad how everything worked out because I love my life and I believe in divine timing. So I think everything worked out for me the way that it should. And I believe that I went through that so I could be here now to help you and tell you not to do that. (laughs) So don't do that. Don't waste your zero life. If you get anything from this podcast, I just hope that it will encourage you to reach out and get help and I always sign my emails, live your best life now, because that's what I want for you. I just want you to live your best life now. I don't want you to sit stagnant like I did, suffering for all those years. And yeah, being on a mental health journey is hard. There's a lot of ups and downs. But if you're moving forward, you will get better eventually. So I had to overcome a huge amount of stigma and just really nasty voices in my head to ask for help. And maybe you can relate to this. So especially when I was in college, I would look around and I would compare myself to other people. I would say, everyone else, you know, is going to school. They have jobs, they have boyfriends, they have family issues, and they're all fine. So why do I feel like this? Like, I have no reason to feel like this. I shouldn't feel like this. And because I feel like this, I'm such a loser. And all these other people are doing better than me. And why can't you just get it together? Like, why are you like this? And I spent years of my life beating myself up. And if you're having those those kind of thoughts and you're having that kind of thought process, I just want you to know that those thoughts are not serving you. And your subconscious mind, the back of your brain, the very like deepest parts of your brain, cannot tell the difference between you saying those things to yourself or someone physically saying them to you. Think how damaging it would be to have someone with you all day telling you, why can't you just get it together? You're such a loser. You're never as good as anybody else. Everyone else is fine. What is your problem? Think how damaging that would be to have someone just following you around saying those things to you. You're having the same effect on your brain 
as as that because your brain doesn't know the difference between you saying it or someone else saying it to you. All it's hearing is that messaging. You're a loser. You're bad. You're not good. And so you're just holding yourself deeper and deeper into this place of depression. And I know how hard it is to address those thoughts, especially when you're down and you're struggling. Everything in your life just feels like it's totally screwed up. But if you don't address them, you are not going to get better. Okay, that was a tangent. (laughs) Besides asking for help. But I... Don't think you can ask for help if you don't address those thoughts, because at least for me, that was the first step in asking for help is addressing those thoughts. Because when you have those kind of thoughts, you feel like you don't deserve help and you feel like you're just going to be a burden on other people for no reason. And it holds you back. It holds you back from telling people in your life what's going on, from going to therapy, from taking the steps to start to get better because you're kind of mentally holding yourself down. Let go of those thoughts and start to move towards healing. Start to move towards your best life. I just want you to know no matter what is going on right now, you deserve to be happy. You deserve a good life. You have to believe that or you're not going to ask for help. So just start telling yourself start telling yourself those messages over and over. Find some positive affirmations. I have a ton of free affirmations on my website. I'll link some of them below. But tell yourself over and over again in your mind, like, I am worthy of help. I am worthy of living a happy life. I do deserve to be happy. Start thinking those things over and over again throughout the day. And that'll kind of start to counteract the negative thoughts you're having. If you're having negative thoughts in your brain and you're beating yourself up, you need to be doing hella affirmations because you need to start counteracting those thoughts. You need to start training your brain to think positively. So find some affirmations and just freaking get on it, girl. Just say them over and over. You... The thing with affirmations, if you think affirmations don't work, you're not saying them enough. (laughs) So (laughs) you literally have to say them over and over and over and over again. I think the reason a lot of people don't think affirmations work is that they'll say them, you know, once or twice a day and then they're like, this doesn't do anything. No, affirmations are like, you need to say them all day. You need to write them down. You need to say them out loud. You need to think them in your head. And trust me, eventually, like there's something in your brain that will just shift but you really have to do them over and over again. So get some affirmations, start reprogramming your, reprogramming your brain. And then once you kind of have those positive thoughts in your brain, it'll be easier to ask for help because you'll feel like, oh, okay, you know, I do deserve to live my best life. I do deserve to be happy now. Like, what do I need to do to get there? So start trying to make those shifts in your brain. And then I would say to reach out to your friends, your partner, your family, someone close to you and tell them what's going on and be really honest. I think part of healing, if you want to heal, you need to be your most authentic self. And when we're going around acting like everything is fine, I did this for years. I just didn't want anyone to know what was going on because I just felt like such a loser for being depressed. When we're going around acting like, oh, everything's so great, but you're secretly depressed, you're not being authentic. You're not being your most authentic self. And it's really hard to heal. It's really hard to progress and develop when you're kind of living this like fake life. So I would start trying, I would say to you to start to try to live more authentically. If you've been scared to ask for help, if you've been scared to tell people, tell people what's going on, I would just try to start living more authentically and being more truthful. doesn't mean you have to tell everyone your business. Obviously things are private, but tell the people close to you. You shouldn't be lying to your boyfriend or 
your parents or whoever is the closest people to you, your support system. I would identify who the people are in your life that are your support system and I would maybe lean on them a little bit if you're having trouble. Before you ask for help, one of the things I would say and one of the kind of tips I have for you is to spend some time journaling and ask yourself, what's going on with you? How do you actually feel right now? I talked about this a little bit in the first episode, but I think one of the things with mental illness, and it's something that's been a huge part of of my personal mental health journey, is that I spent years of my life being depressed and I was just completely numb all the time. And I still will revert back to kind of a state of numbness if I'm not paying attention. And I think the journaling will kind of help you pay attention to how you feel. So mental illness, anxiety can be overwhelming, depression can be overwhelming, trauma can be overwhelming, and it kind of makes you check out and you become removed and you don't understand really what is going on with you. And so I think the journaling kind of helps you figure out how do I feel right now? I think you need to spend some time really, really figuring out how do I actually feel right now? What is actually going on with me right now? Um, And identify those things. And then I would also journal about what could I do to make myself feel better? How can other people support me? Because it doesn't do a whole lot of good. I think it is helpful to tell people that you're having a hard time because I think it's part of that healing process of being authentic. But it's really hard for them to support you if you don't know um, if you don't know what's going on with you specifically and you don't know how people can support you specifically. It's really hard for them to just figure that out. So I would I wouldn't expect your support system to just jump in and save you. I would only expect for them to maybe be able to try to do some of the things that you specifically ask them to do. And it's hard to identify what those are, especially when you're struggling with mental illness because you're like, what would make me feel better? I don't know. Everything feels really bad. (laughs) I want to feel not bad. (laughs) But that's not specific enough. You need to get specific. If you want to start feeling better, you need to identify how those people can support you, what you need, how you actually feel. I have a ton of journaling prompts on the blog. I'll leave a link in the show notes. They're all free. If you just go on RadicalTransformationProject.com and you search journaling, I even have a free journal workbook. It's in the Mental Health Resource Library. You can get that. You can just write the prompts in your journal, whatever you want. But they're all free and they're on the website. I would do some of those maybe to get warmed up. But specifically, as far as asking for help, I would ask yourself, how do you feel? What's going on right now? Who is your support system? Identify who your support system is. What could people do to support you right now? Journal about those things and spend some time really thinking about that because... If you've ever tried to support someone with mental illness or tried to support anyone going through a crisis, it can be really hard. So be really compassionate with the people that you're leaning on. Be really kind to them and help them support you by knowing exactly what you need when you go to them. My next and last thing I want to talk about is professional help. So telling your friends and family is great. And like I said, I think it's important that authenticity piece It's important to be able to be sincere and open with the people in our lives and tell them when things are hard. And I think just that can be healing. But I'm a huge advocate of getting professional help because therapy and medication changed my life. So I'm a huge advocate for both of those things. And I know not both of those things are right for everyone. Your journey is going to be different from my journey. And so you have to identify what's right for you. But I do think professional help 
can be really beneficial. So your friends and your family know you and they care about you and that can feel good, but they are not professionally trained to deal with the issues that you're dealing with. There are therapists that are specifically trained in whatever you're struggling with, whether it's anxiety, you know, trauma from sexual assault, like past trauma, clinical depression, PTSD, flashbacks, not sleeping, whatever you're struggling with, there is someone, a professional, that has spent years of their life researching and learning how to help people that feel exactly the way that you feel. So find that person. If you can't afford therapy, there's so many resources out there. The internet is amazing. Find podcasts. I have a whole post of mental health podcasts you can listen to. They're free. Um, I'll put a link to them below. You can find books. I mean, a book costs, what, $15? Find a book related to what you're going through. I'm sure even if you can't afford a therapist that specializes in exactly what you are dealing with, there's a book. Someone has written a book about exactly what you are going through right now. Find that book and read it. I'm really big on audiobooks, but if you can read a book and you have the attention span for that, do that. If you can afford it, though, at all, if you can make... I know it's expensive. Trust me, I spend so much money on therapy and I'm not a wealthy person by any <laughs> by any means. But I know that my mental health is like kind of the key piece to everything else I want to do in life. And so I have learned over the years by going off of medication and I'll quit going to therapy and I'll be like, I can't afford these things anymore. And then everything in my life kind of starts to fall apart. And I've done that multiple times. <laughs> so after doing that, I've learned, you know, that it's worth it to me to make the financial investment in myself, in my mental health. So the rest of my life is just better. My relationships are better. I'm a better girlfriend. I'm a better daughter. I'm a better friend. I'm a better, you know, at blogging and sharing with you guys if I can keep my mental health piece together. If I don't, then it all just kind of goes to crap. So I would say to you to consider, yeah, it's expensive, but think about the investment, the return on investment you will get. I'll link a therapy finder below you can use to look up a therapist in your area. I know it's intimidating to go to a therapist. I still think it's freaking awkward to go to therapy, and I've been in therapy for most of my life now at this point. And it is awkward, and it is hard. Going to therapy is hard. But I would just say if you're intimidated and you're feeling like, oh, I don't really want to go, all that stuff, I would think in your mind what your life would be like if you weren't depressed, if you weren't anxious, if you didn't have these mental illness issues what would your life be like? Think about what your best life would be like. Picture that in your mind. Get really excited about it. And then just like use that as motivation to just say, I'm going to do whatever the hell it takes to have that life. And I don't care. I don't care if it's awkward. I don't care if it's hard. I don't care if it's expensive. I'm going to have this life. This is my one life. And that's the message like I just want to leave you guys with with this episode is this is your one life. Don't be like me. Do not waste years of your life. Don't listen to this and then let years go by before you tell someone that you're struggling, before you go to therapy, before you get the help that you need, before you take a course, whatever it is that you need to do. I don't know. Go to a yoga retreat. I don't know. I don't know what it is that you need because your journey is different than mine. I'm sharing things on here that happened to me, but this is your journey and it's about you and this is your life. So I just really encourage you don't let years go by of your life suffering. Do what you need to do. Do it now. Don't do it later. Don't do it a year from now. Don't do it three years from now. 
don't sit here suffering. Do what you need to do and do it now. And be patient. <laughs> healing, healing is long. It's a long journey. So if you go to therapy, it's not a quick fix. Even if you go to medication, that's not a quick fix. You go to yoga retreat, that's not a quick fix. It takes years of doing these little tiny shifts over and over again. So be patient, but be be relentless. Like be ready to go after, like go on this healing journey and just go after your best life and just say hell no to the suffering. Hell say hell no. Like I refuse to just lay down. Like this is my life. This is your one life. So this is what I wish someone had said to me. Wait, I mean, who knows if I would have listened? Maybe I wasn't ready to listen. But this is what I this is what I would tell myself if I could go back in time. And if I could see that person that spent all those years suffering alone, not telling anyone, not reaching out for help, not using any resources, just suffering and just getting worse and worse and worse and wasting years and years and years. This is the message like I would want to say to her. And so I just wanted to share it with you guys. I hope it helps someone. I hope that this information is helpful for you guys. I'll leave a bunch of links in the show notes. Oh, I was going to say I do use BetterHelp now. So if you are intimidated by going to therapy, like I said, I know going to therapy is freaking awkward and it's hard, especially if you've never been. Um, BetterHelp is a online therapy service. There are a lot of online therapy services now, but I personally use BetterHelp. And a lot of people I know use it and have had really good experiences with it. So that's why I recommend it. And my dog is here getting, he wants pets. So I'm going to go and pet the dog. I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. It would mean so much to me if you guys follow my social media and follow the podcast. Thank you so much for all your support. Okay, I'll talk to you guys in the next one.